0: The Ash, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill Podcast. Ooh, Dr. Paul Griffin, Paul Griffin, keep him breezy, up to date on Corona. He's the doc with the blue specs, the blue specs. He's our resident expert on Corona. Yeah. How good.
1: The (laughs) Director of Infectious Diseases at the MARTA. We're... Look, we're only at 89.9. We said we weren't going to have you back until we hit 90, but it's like a preemptive. Yes. It's a preemptive strike to say we think we'll hit 90 today. Maybe today. Later today, which means that tomorrow we'll be leaving blue glasses out <laughs> for, Dr. for Paul Dr. Paul in recognition of our response to finally getting to 90%. Surely today's the day.
0: Oh, uh-uh absolutely and and you know i think we've got uh, you guys to thank for it for uh, for bringing me on today so yeah. we'll get everyone to get out there today get that vaccine and uh yeah enjoy the benefits of being at that 90
1: and leave those blue glasses at the front yep. door on the porch <laughs> on the porch <laughs> all, all day now uh kids coming back we had grace grace the minister for education on the show earlier um talking about the fact you know that the kids are turning up a lot of them are not vaccinated what's going to happen
0: Look, I think we have to have a reasonable expectation. We will see some cases arise from, from school going back, but with the plan we have in place with, with that high vaccination rate, that 90% as of today, and obviously getting all of our vulnerable people those boosters as a priority, the impact of those cases will be minimised, and that has, has to be the expectation. We're not going to go back to zero COVID. We won't stop at all, but we just need to make sure the impact is minimised by doing all those things that we're hearing so much about.
1: Just on the, on the rats test... Uh... I find myself that sometimes uh, I don't go all the way up with the, into the nostril. Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, just, maybe that'll be enough. How, what are you meant to do with your rat's test and how far you go up your nostril? Mm. Does that de- determine? Does it affect the quick- result? Thank you.
0: It absolutely does and and the main advice I can give is is to follow the instructions that are included with that kit because they are all subtly different and you do need to follow them very carefully. We see some people try and read them an hour or two after the time is up and try and interpret a faint band as positive and, and you can't do that. But the main thing with the nose ones is a lot of people push them upwards whereas in fact that's just sort of the soft tissue at the front of the nose. You've got to go basically straight back. We certainly don't want people to cause any discomfort, but again, follow the instructions, push it straight back. You'll get some good stuff from inside the nose and that's what gives us the best yield from those tests. Okay. Hey, um, I was just reading about the Spanish flu in 1918 because is this, this COVID thing is kind of like the Spanish flu back then, Right. Yeah, look, it's, it's similar. I mean, we, we obviously saw that uh, that virus take over the world, but the biggest difference is we didn't even have good antibiotics then, let alone good tests for the flu and good vaccines. We have so many tools that just were unthought of back then in terms of, as I say, great vaccines, excellent tests, and now we're getting all these great therapies as well. So our ability to get on top of this virus is so much better than, than what we had way back then. Okay, because the next question was, it looked like the, the Spanish flu lasted at least three years, or maybe longer. So when do you think this COVID thing will turn into like the normal flu or, you know, when will it not affect our life so much? Have they predicted that? Yeah, look, it's really hard to know. And, of course, this virus keeps throwing curveballs at us with new variants and those sort of things. But I really think either way we have to try and change our mindset to thinking about it as something that's just there in the background over the course of the next six to 12 months. We definitely don't want this thing to be in an emergency situation and on the front page and, and all of those sort of things because, as I say, our tools to control it are just exceptional now. It's not going to go away, but the expectation is that we'll be able to manage it really well using all of those tools that we now have.
1: And it's not mandatory? To- for students to get vaccinated in order to return to school but it is the recommendation isn't it dr paul i know you've got kids all your kids are vaccinated so 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 are mine the message has to be to get the kids uh vaccinated as quickly as possible
0: Oh, exactly right. And we know it's a tough decision. Uh, you know, obviously, parents want to do the right thing by their kids at all times and so much information out there that's been hard to digest. But I can completely confirm that you know, these vaccines are very safe and highly effective in that age group. And uh, you know, we really want to get that vaccine rate up as well because you know, the expectation this year should really be that you know, kids go to school uninterrupted. Maybe there'll be a few kids that test positive at certain times and need a few days off. But you know, outside of that, our classroom should function as they do normally and our kids can have a, have a good year. Do you remember your first day? School. Oh gosh, uh, it's a long way away yeah, away yeah. for me. So, uh, but I do have some uh, fond memories of uh, of my early primary so, school days. You hundred years ago,
1: quite revolutionary, rocking up with blue glasses. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would have been unheard of, wouldn't it? <laughs> Fortunately, my eyesight wasn't as bad back then, so I didn't need it way back then. <laughs> blue
1: glasses, leave the blue glasses. Yeah, we're the almost there, course, folks. Tomorrow, nearly there at ninety percent. Thanks, Dr. Paul Griffin.
0: Was a pleasure. Thank you. (laughs) The Ash Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast.